Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for April 3rd is Judges chapters 10 through 12. So many good life lessons in these chapters. It's one thing to read the stories. I mean, I've read the stories when I was a kid. Um, I was not an avid Bible reader, but I went to Sunday school and I remember many of these stories, but I never learned how to apply them to my life. Like that was a great story, but I'm just going to carry on about my day. And what I'm learning now, finally, <laughs> as I've been here for almost half of a century, is that these stories are here for a reason. And God wants to use these stories so that we don't make the same mistakes the people made. And some of it's very practical and simple. Like, we all know, worship God, stop sinning, trust God, do the right thing, love your enemy, love your neighbor. Like, we know that, right? But then there are some more subtle things, too, that um, places in Scripture that tell us that our words have power. Um, some things we have to kind of connect, right? Like God spoke the universe into existence. God spoke and said, let there be light. And there was light and it was good. God spoke and created the sun and the moon and the earth and everything that is. God spoke and God said, let us make man in our image. And he did. And then he let Adam name the animals. In the book of James, it says, how can blessing and cursing came, come from the same mouth? I've heard people say, you kiss your mother with that mouth? Like you let those... Words come out and then you kiss your mom. It should not be this way. In, in James, it says, how can salt water and fresh water come from the same well? It should not be this way. And then we read stories like this judge of Israel, Jephthah, who rashly says, God, if you give me this victory when I come home, the first person I see, I'm going to offer as a burnt sacrifice. Like, why make a vow to God about sacrificing another human being? What was he thinking? Did he not know that his words have power? He must have known. He knew that he was making a declaration that he would be held to because he was torn. He was shattered when he came home from the victory to see his daughter dancing and celebrating his victory. He was distraught when he saw, he must have known, he must have been planning on killing someone. What a terrible promise to make. So as damaged as this man was, and of course, it wasn't his fault entirely that he was the 
outcast in his family. I mean, his brothers disowned him and said, you'll have no part of us because your mom was a prostitute. You're not fully part of the family. And so he went off. They cast him out. But he was a mighty warrior. And when they needed him, they had to humble themselves and come back to him. Have you ever been rejected in such a way, maybe even publicly? Like, we don't need you. We don't like you. We don't want you around. Go away. You're not one of us. Can you imagine what that must have felt like for Jephthah to be thrown out like that, even publicly by his half-brothers? What did that do to him? It turned him into a marauder. He was like a pirate on land. But then there was this problem with the Ammonites. People were being oppressed and they said, oh, we have this half brother. Maybe if we go and are very apologetic and diplomatic, maybe he will come back. And he does rub it in their face a little bit. Hey, you guys, you didn't want me around, remember? Yeah, geez, Jeff thought we were we were really uh, mistaken there. We didn't we didn't think that through too well. We need you, please come. And so he does, and he wins. He's very skilled, but then he makes this rash promise to God, as if he was hoping it would be a slave or a neighbor or. Maybe a wife? Like, who was he hoping to see come out of his front door that he would kill? God does not take glory and sacrifice. He wants obedience. Especially not human sacrifice. And so maybe this was a an attempt by God to say, Jephthah, I love people. You just are happy to go kill anybody. What if it's your own daughter, Jephthah? Maybe that changed Jephthah, but maybe not because he was only Israel's judge for six years. Now, he would be the main character in these three chapters, but there are other judges None of them last very long. And we see Ephraim do exactly what they had done before. Hey, why didn't you invite us to go off into the war? We want to go fight. We want to get in on some of that war spoil. <laughs> God used Jephthah to teach the Ephraimites a lesson. Hard lessons in these chapters. Our words are important. Our words are so important. Human life is so valuable. The person who you might not care if they die is precious to someone else. And we are all precious to our Father in heaven. God bless you guys. Thank you for being on this journey with me. See you tomorrow.